Good morning and welcome to the Leaders Brief by EgoMonk. I am Arunava and I am Rahi. And today we will be decoding the entire fiasco of how and why political campaign on social media are fast becoming a no-go in light of Facebook's recent announcement. Basically the steps being taken to prevent another Cambridge Analytica episode. We will also examine Apple's battle with Epic Games or should I call it Apple's epic battle? Absolutely Rahi. I think it would be right to say that it is indeed the first time that a company as big as Epic Games has launched a rebellion against Apple's App Store policies. And finally we will look at what led to Serum Institute to pause its vaccine trials. Recently Facebook announced that it will restrict new political advertisements in the week before the election and remove posts that convey misinformation about COVID-19 and voting. This election is not going to be business as usual. We have a responsibility to protect our democracy. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg said in a post. But do you think that's a possibility at all? I mean we do remember how difficult it was for Mark Zuckerberg at the US congressional hearing. Let me play that particular bit for the audience. Gentlemen, yields back. I now recognize the gentlelady from Washington, Ms. Jayapal. Mr. Zuckerberg, in March of 2012, you suggested by email to your management team that moving faster and copying other apps could, quote, prevent our competitors from getting footholds. Sheryl Sandberg responded that, quote, it is better to do more and move faster, especially if that means you don't have competitors build products that take some of our users. Has Facebook ever taken steps to prevent cop competitors from getting footholds by copying competitors? Uh, Congresswoman, I view it as our job to understand what people are finding valuable in all of the services that they use. And certainly if, if someone... Do you copy, do you copy your competitors? Congresswoman, we've certainly adapted features uh, that, that others have led in, as have others copied and, and adapted features that... I'm, I'm uh, not that concerned about others. I'm just asking you, Mr. Zuckerberg. That was Mark Zuckerberg stuttering at the recent U.S. congressional hearing. Yes, but wasn't that the hearing where the CEOs of Apple, Google, Facebook and Amazon testified before Congress as part of an ongoing investigation for potentially violating antitrust laws and exercising monopoly power to crush smaller competitors? How would it impact Facebook's decision to limit political advertisements? For that matter, even Google's, which reminds me that Google is working to change its autocomplete policy to omit all election-related predictions. We don't allow predictions that could be interpreted as a position for or against any candidate or political party, nor which could be interpreted as claims about the participation in or integrity of the electoral process. Yes, I remember reading that. And the reality is that it is a much-needed step before US President Donald Trump faces the presidential challenge from Democratic candidate Joe Biden. If you remember, Google had also faced severe criticism when its algorithms were accused of hiding negative searches about Hillary Clinton in the last elections. But coming back to why it's difficult for Facebook to limit political advertisements, the person may or may not be political, but social media certainly is. Facebook has made no claims of removing existing advertisements, which means that existing political ads will still most likely be there on November 3rd. Secondly, suppose Facebook really wants to do away with the political rhetoric. In that case, it will have to encroach upon personal space because even if not the majority, much of the political misinformation actually spreads via private posts and personal messages. Oh yes, that is indeed tricky to get over. But for now, let's just hope that social media does not become a bane for voters 
and those in charge exert responsibility in a way that prevents the virtual world from affecting democratic functioning of the real world. You know, I really liked playing that game on my phone and now I can't install or update it, even though I don't use iOS, just because... Google extended solidarity with Apple in banning Fortnite from its app store. Exactly! The ban could also affect the development of multiple gaming platforms because not only did Apple ban Epic Games Fortnite from its app store, it has also prohibited Epic from using its programming tools. These are needed to maintain Unreal Engine, which is their open source software used by many game developers to create graphics. Well, you know, uh, Apple invented the personal computer industry, right? And uh, the first uh, several generations of hardware were all open platforms, right? And here's my Apple II. Um, I brought it out just to remember uh, what it was like uh, in the early days. Anybody could write code. You turned on the machine, you had a programming language prompt. Anybody could release software. Users could install software from any any source of their choice. And now, um. You know, Apple has locked down um, and crippled the ecosystem by imposing, you know, an absolute uh, monopoly on this distribution of software, on monetization of software, and they're preventing entire categories of businesses and applications from being developed um, in their ecosystem, uh, you know, by virtue of excluding competitors um, from each aspect of their business that they're protecting. That's what Epic CEO Tim Sweeney said at a CNBC interview. No wonder Microsoft has filed a legal brief on the issue, supporting Epic Games' right to carry on developing software for Mac and iOS. Kevin Gamble, Microsoft's general manager of gaming developer experiences said, Apple's discontinuation of Epic's ability to develop and support Unreal Engine for iOS or macOS will harm game creators and gamers. Almost all popular games today, like PUBG, does use Unreal Engine for its GUI development. Also, Arunava, we have to remember, this isn't the first time that firms have questioned Apple's payment system, which sometimes takes a cut as high as 30%. Epic has become a hero for smaller applications that did not have the financial backing to fight Apple's policies. Indeed. But the latest I heard on this issue was that Apple has given Epic an indefinite extension towards using its sign-in with Apple API. For those who do not know what the entire confrontation is about, Epic is suing Apple for wielding monopolistic power over the App Store and Apple is countersuing Epic Games for breach of contract. The two companies are next set to appear in court together on September 28th. Okay, now that the ambulance is here, we have to talk about COVID-19. Yes, it's really strange how the pandemic has become so much part of our life that a lot of the world has gotten used to it by now. I mean, with businesses updating their employee policies to facilitate work from home, politicians attending rallies, schools gradually reopening, exams happening, and all of this even before a vaccine is out. By politicians, I think you're referring to President Donald Trump and his rhetoric, usually heard in public rallies. Mainly statements like, his administration has fast-tracked vaccine development to the extent that it may even be available in October. A highly doubted claim. You must have read how vaccine development saw a recent setback with AstraZeneca and Oxford pausing their phase 3 trials after a subject complained of an unexplained illness. Yes, and to add to that, Oxford's vaccine was the leading candidate after successful phase 1 and phase 2 trials, with Indian pharma giant Serum Institute making significant investments to mass manufacture the vaccine for economically developing countries. Has there been an update after the reported incident? Well, the US National Institutes of Health director, Francis Collins, identified the ailment as transverse myelitis, a neurological disorder that causes inflammation of the spinal cord. 
but no linkages between the vaccine and the disease has been confirmed yet. AstraZeneca CEO Pascal Sorio reportedly told investors that there has been no final diagnosis in the case and there wouldn't be one until more tests are done. Those tests will be delivered to an independent safety committee that will review the event and establish a final diagnosis, company spokeswoman Michelle Mexel said in a statement. Whatever the situation is, we can only hope that we get those vaccine shots by the end of this year and be able to move about freely. Both Serum and AstraZeneca have expressed confidence that they will identify the issue and resume trial at the earliest. In all likelihood, we hope to see a vaccine made available by the end of this year. That is all for today. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow with more happenings around the world. Tune in to Egomog to stay updated on the latest happenings and their impact on global trade, technology and innovation. Egomonk helps you make sense of change. We are a global intelligence platform delivering asymmetric outcomes by bringing organizations closer to the communities they want to serve and the leaders they wish to influence. Visit our website insights.egomonk.com which is spelled I-N-S-I-G-H-T-S dot E-G-O-M-O-N-K dot C-O-M to subscribe and make better and faster decisions today. If you wish to collaborate with us, then please email us at contact at egomonk.com.